Hello and welcome to the Plug in India podcast. Plug in India is India's oldest electric vehicle knowledge platform and this episode is brought to you by our awesome Patreon supporters. Do visit www.pluginindia.com or our YouTube channel for more information. Hello everyone. Today we are going to be talking to Mr. Pratik Gupta about his exciting new electric car, the Strom electric car. So, let's dive right in. So, Mr. Pratik, welcome to our channel. Thanks, thanks for having me here. Uh, I have been, uh, you know, part of the WhatsApp group and other community uh, chats that you have and it's fascinating to see such a vibrant community. Everybody is a EV owner and that makes a whole lot of yeah. difference. The questions are different. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been great to be part of that community. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, very dynamic, very vibrant community, and we are all uh, in love with EVs, and uh, we are all excited about the Strom, uh, as you'll find out from the number of questions that the people have asked. <laughs> so, Pratik, we are really big fans of small electric cars, and we have we all own E2Os. We've been driving electric vehicles for the last seven plus years, and uh, the Strom is a small car, and we are uh, when when you unveiled it, we were all super super impressed with the technology with the the capabilities of the car in india badly needs small cars not suvs because of uh, our the conditions of our roads the conditions of our cities i uh, legacy car makers ice car makers not just making small evs we have no hope from them so we think strom can be that company that you know that uh, leads paves the way forward so the car was unveiled in 2018 it's 2020 now it's very close to the launch and uh, I'm just really excited and I have a ton of questions to ask. Uh, my first question sure. is when we finally take test drives and learn about the booking process and the delivery process? Yeah, so I think everybody around us has been, uh, you know, really waiting for the car. In fact, we are waiting for, you know, uh, to, be, to see the cars on the road and have people really, uh, you know, talk about it. Uh, so some good news around that, that we, we do have pre-production cars which are you know on the road right now that we are trying and testing and uh, we were going to actually have uh, you know a whole launch and you know test drives both for the press and even uh, private users uh, planned in March but of course we are in a different situation altogether and we all have to kind of follow lockdown uh, you know so we are we've, we've delayed it we've had to delay it uh, which is pushing you know I think most industries are now pushing back by three to four months so that is what we are expecting uh, the earliest we can see from our vendors and you know our suppliers is uh, around the August time frame where we can actually start you know the whole exercise. Uh, so I think you know we all wait and watch right now, but our closest timeline now is August where we can have test drives and see cars on the road in Bombay. Yeah. Oh, so uh, not that far actually, just uh, three months from now. So yeah, uh, yeah that's quite exciting. Uh, we know that the first uh, city you're targeting is going to be Bombay. Uh, which other cities will you be targeting going forward into 2021? Yeah, so our launch city is Mumbai and then we will, uh, you know, grow towards uh, Pune and uh, neighboring areas. And I think the year two, uh, you know, cities in, on the map is Bangalore, Hyderabad and, uh, and Delhi uh, and North India and other cities. Of course, we're getting a lot of interest from, you know, different parts of the country. And these plans can change, but uh, for now, at least it's looking uh, more or less Bombay, Pune first, and then most probably Bangalore, Hyderabad, followed by Delhi. 
i uh, i live in bombay i want to get the car <laughs> i'm really i'm dying for it and uh, if i were to book the car in august uh, by when can i expect to live yeah so we are creating a we have created a priority list uh, even from back 2018 we have a very uh, you know very engaged community who keeps talking to us and we try to respond to them as much with as much clarity as we can and uh, the idea is to start taking pre orders and we'll go into production you know towards later this year and cars should be rolling off the production line towards i think december jan time frame again these time frames are little fluid right now but uh, you should see cars rolling off the production line end of this year early early 2021 uh and it will go as per priority list so we uh, the moment we start uh, our our whole marketing exercise in august we'll start calling up people on priority list contacting them and they'll have the first uh, you know uh, uh, chance to prebook and prebook process will be uh, will will be asking a small token amount which will be you know 100% refundable and uh, that will uh, that will be you know your pre order and in that order is where we can start delivering the cars again this will only be from mumbai i know there are a lot of people who have pre booked the car from all over the country but unfortunately we have to do rollouts uh, and that's mainly connected to service we want to kind of revolutionize that at least you know with the new evs that you know you should you should have a doorstep experience so idea is if something goes wrong or we detect a problem using the iot system uh, we can send somebody we can take an appointment either at your residence or your place of work and get the car fixed over there so there's no hassle that you have to take a day off to come to the you know come to the dealership and look at all that problems so we're trying to do away with that and that's why we're rolling out city by city so that we can better service our customers yeah okay so uh, launch event in august and deliveries by uh, end 2020 or early 2021 yeah that's right i want to talk next about the challenges that a startup like strobe faces um first uh, what was it like just pitching when the strobe was barely an idea what was it like pitching your vision for strobe to investors was it easy was it difficult what what was the process like Yeah I'm glad you asked this question because you know the situation is a little tricky you know the indian indian startups in scene is mostly seen on in investing in uh, software startups and you know uh, around around delivery startups there are a lot of apprehensions that you face generally when you feel when you talk to investors and that's rightly placed i think uh, you know also startups need to understand that if you try to make a competing vehicle against a bigger oem uh, ev or not Uh, you're going to face a lot of challenges because they have everything on their side in terms of they have the buying power they they have the distribution they have the understanding and they have the financial things in place while a startup is always a challenge so i think as startup you know uh, founders you also have to kind of look into things like you know what is differentiating you from the rest and in our case it was pretty sim you know we were faced with the same problem that you know what are we trying to solve here are we kind of just reinventing the wheel by making another car Or are we really changing the game, or are we really looking at the problem with a fresh idea? So I think that actually brought about a lot of change when investors could see that uh, Strom is not just trying to, you know, make another four-wheeler or you know another car, uh, or you know they're looking at the base of base of the problem, which is you know how somehow reducing the cost. Because in our experience, if you see all the success stories around the world, be it Nissan Leaf or Tesla Model S, Model X, uh, you know even. the india two wheeler the low cost two wheeler that india is selling a lot of i think last year numbers are over a lakh units a year but i think price parity becomes a huge uh, you know game changer uh, 
so that's where Strom is trying to kind of, you know, even out the field, uh, being a small company and starting out, uh, you know, so uh, these are challenges, I think, which every startup faces in every field. But, you know, automotive is a unique challenge. Uh, you know, we've done good so far. It's been slightly slow. Uh, we've got some hiccups. Even COVID is a huge uh, turmoil because auto industry overall has been facing a lot of you know problems and this this whole situation has really uh, caused a lot of stir so we are also waiting and watching to see what's happening you know what will happen once we come out of covid yeah. hmm. and that, that point you made about these uh, big companies having all the resources is uh, even more uh, relevant because uh, they are they, they, they have so much capacity but they are not investing in evs and as for other startups, uh, I don't think, uh, to, to our knowledge, I don't think there's a single startup, EV startup that is making more than 10,000 units per year, whether they are selling two wheelers or four wheelers. So it, it's, it's really very sad. And uh, the fact that you have a clear vision is something that uh, really makes us very optimistic. So my second question is about acquiring the right vendors. Uh, I mean, you, you obviously cannot promise large volumes to vendors uh, but that is something that they are used to and that is something that they expect so yeah. how did you and you, uh, your team manage vendor acquisition i think that was the biggest challenge when we when we kind of came up with the concept it was so different uh, we had to like break it down and kind of convince each and every vendor uh, you know there are several big ones in india and they they're used to doing large volumes and they've only dealt with those kind of volumes and those kind of you know uh, requirements and when startups come into the picture it's it's a different ball game altogether uh, so it it really needed a lot of convincing but i think the the thing that you know we are trying to look at the problem with a fresh uh, you know mindset really appeal to a lot of these owners of these big companies so uh, rather than going but you know, bottom down bottom up approach we went the you know top down approach uh, we we tried to meet with the leadership, senior leadership, and convince them this is what we're doing and why are we doing. And a lot of them actually wanted to be partners in the in the journey. So we've been lucky to kind of have a very enterprising automotive supplier, you know, base in India, and they they really uh, put their muscle behind it and helped us out in whatever way we could. They could, and you know, so things have been good. But yeah, it was challenging in the start uh, just to get a get a get an understanding of how this industry works. To your previous point, as in, you know, uh, we also have to consider that Indian EV startup, at least the EV startup ecosystem is very young in the sense we, we, we all started maybe four or five years ago. If you take a startup in US like Rivian, which is really, you know, uh, broke out of, you know, uh, and big, big, big uh, numbers in both in, you know, orders and all that, they started in 2009 and Tesla started, you know, way back before that. So it, as as a you know as a company itself in automotive you need time to kind of you know because you have a lot of things that you want to test and you you need to deliver the right product in the market you can't you can't rush things so overall the industry is a is a slow moving you know giant of course with evs a lot of lot less moving parts so things are actually faster uh, but yeah this is you know it's it's a challenge and as strom i think we are standing on the shoulders of a lot of other companies who've done good work before us uh, so we can't take all the all the claim for that. Uh, I think we we thank the Indian automotive industry and the whole you know whole bunch of people who work in it and they've been excellent to us at least. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Uh, now uh, let's talk about the car itself, which is something I'm really excited to do. 
this uh, three wheel design uh, reverse strike design is so unique those who support uh, three wheel or three wheel advocates say that the mechanically simplified chassis the lower manufacturing costs and the superior handling uh, all of these are in favor of three wheelers and uh, critics say that uh, uh, you know it, it's uh, it's unsafe and it, the car might overturn both these opinions have their merits and demerits uh, but i want to know your thoughts on this uh, unique reverse strike design and why you thought that this was uh, you know that this is the way to go this is the design to go for yeah i think we uh, very early on we kind of took this decision and it was purely based on you know uh, physics and uh, i went over this with with my interview at the concept launch uh, you know the unveiling event at with kamlesh is is mainly rooted in terms of you know weight reduction because when you look at four wheelers right now they are they are easily 10 lakhs and above and they are very limited range and you know so it's a huge uh, huge ask for a consumer to pay three three times four times then what they would pay for a ic engine or a cng car and shift to evs you know so it's it's a it's a unfair start that you you begin with uh, so how do you cut down weight and that you know the 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 answer was in using a platform which is much more lighter uh, also we we again learned from what you know their companies like morgan and you know polaris and others in the industry who done who launched cars and serviced them for three you know on the three wheel platform reverse strike uh in terms of technical it's as stable as a hatchback so whatever a hatchback can do we can do we know that we are against a very uh, difficult perception but i think people who really understand uh, you know automotive like you said there are a lot of advantages by going through for this platform and i think people will uh, kind of see that uh, they they'll see they they'll see the trade offs and they'll see the huge advantage i remember when i was really young and santro came into the country it was like a tall boy design and people thought that it would topple in no time and you know it became like one of the highest selling cars in india and still is again reinvented uh and i think we are all used to seeing tall boy car design so i think it's just a matter of perception the more see people see them driving around the city uh, they'll realize that it's it's just like driving a normal car yeah and uh, speaking of tall boy designs even the e2o has a tall boy design and uh, yeah. we've been in the car uh, so much that uh, so much and we go we get all kinds of comments from strangers they stop and they want to ask us questions and uh, uh, naysayers naysayers always say oh uh, look at that small car uh, a large suv would just crush it into atoms and uh, yeah. we we've learned to ignore it obviously but i mean i imagine you anticipated getting such comments for strom also so how would you reassure users on uh, safety of the car yeah i think safety was another the second thing that we looked into after we looking at the energy benefits the second thing was the safety of the of the car itself and there were some very initial design decisions that we took uh, you know to kind of do that one was use bigger tires which the car becomes more planted so our car our tires are you know as wide while ev ev fanatics will tell you that try to use thinner tires to reduce friction uh but you know it's it's also a big trade off that you when you go for thinner tires you are adding instability to the platform one was that then we when you look at crashes or you know those kind of things you know you really have to take a academic view of the things in the sense there are three kinds of crashes one is caused by driver error which is which is in the city we we often see bumper to bumper traffic and we crash into people and those those are at low speeds then uh, then there are other other crashes which are at medium speed volumes and I, I for that you know our seat belt system is great and in fact industry numbers show that uh, 50% of fatalities or serious injuries can be avoided if you wear your seat belt 
and adding uh, you know adding a, a, you know other other advantage for high speed crashes is is airbags and we have coming we have airbags coming on our platform in the next couple of years but again we are also remember that we are a city car and uh, uh, you know top speeds are 80 kilometers an hour and in indian cities the the you know the crash high crash uh, chances are really low and when you come to the high crash uh, high speed crashes uh, you have to really look at the chassis stability and the chassis rigidness and we are using you know high tensile uh, you know tubular st uh, structure space frame structure which is regarded as you know the industry top notch uh, way of designing very robust cars uh, so it's a little expensive than the you know the the monocoques but it really gives you a good uh, you know stable platform in a very rigid body in ca in case of a rollover or you know head on collisions or even rear collisions uh, so we've done you know all the tests that uh, you know could be done on an automotive and we are pretty confident we've seen i think we've all seen these crazy end cap videos where indian cars even the leading suvs really crumple and you won't see that with a high tensile steel frame uh, it's a completely different uh, you know crash uh, post crash kind of a picture where you don't see you know, a lot of energy lost in that sense so uh, there are some again there are some trade offs with these these are little expensive and slower to build so we can't do large volumes uh, you know as compared to other automotive companies but i think being a small platform we need to you know take these into consideration and deliver on safety so pratik i want to talk about uh, tech features now because that is something that is so interesting about this car that it's just loaded with tech features the first thing we want to know is if the car is uh, software driven what i mean to say is can the drivetrain be enhanced via software uh, can we get ota updates that will improve the drivetrain uh, can we expect things like that so you know in terms of tech yes ota updates are standard and you know you can change the driving dynamics of the car uh you know either through the in dash uh, system or you could you could push it through your phone as and when we get more data from our consumers we will also be you know changing some of those to improve efficiency or to improve performance so those are definitely built into it uh, in terms of the entire technology on board i think we've taken a more holistic view on rather than just give you tracking of gps and all of that i think a lot of other features that we've added on which not a lot of people talk about but they're very necessary so we are tracking every moving part we are looking at you know your wear and tear on your ac system how much you know what kind of heat it has gone through again with your batteries with your uh, cooling fans uh, so we kind of have a you know life uh, lifetime understanding of what your car has gone through both from a elemental level and all over the car we are also looking at terrains that you're driving in uh, also the cars are feeding to the bigger network so you know as more strong cars go in your city we have an understanding of what is the city uh, you know terrain looking like and being in india we are used to this bad road condition uh, you know how can we kind of ex how can we change the car parameters to help you get more more energy efficiency out of your car when you talk about data you also have to talk about private you know privacy so i do want to like you know really stress upon that that uh, we've taken all the you know uh, industry standard uh, you know precautions in terms of anonymizing your data and only you or your app will be able to see uh, all the data from your car or you can choose to share it with us of course when you share data you will also get a lot of uh, upgraded features uh, so mm -hmm. it's 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 your choice so i would encourage that everybody who uses from 
should share the data and uh, be rest assured that you know we're not using the data without consent and you know we're trying to be as open as a company uh, in terms of using the data so you know what you're doing or what we are doing with your data that that's brilliant to me that uh, your car will become smarter uh, over time car will give you accurate range readings you know depending on road conditions and uh, the way you're driving and all that that is just fantastic to me uh, one thing i do want to touch upon is uh, the health of the battery pack uh, uh, will you be monitoring that uh, like for example if say after 5 years of driving the car uh, the uh, the when it comes to the two for example or uh, other evs we notice that the battery packs tend to get weaker and we are in the dark about this until the car breaks down the it is running fine one day and suddenly it just breaks down on the side of the road and we don't know because uh, we don't have that data uh, we don't get any updates or anything about that so uh, how does storm uh, you know plan to handle that so that viewers so that users are not caught in the dark yeah so again uh, you know your data belongs to you and whatever we are seeing from your car you will be also be able to see so any battery degradation in our testing it's around 2 or 2.5% every year and that's i think industry standard uh, around the world uh, so you know all that will be available to you in terms of you know uh, there's 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 very little that we know more than you are you know about the car the way the interface is designed and also when you look at you know i see a lot of posts on your you know on your chats and on your forums about people having battery issues like you mentioned and i think also it is it is also a part of you know the the batteries that were that are probably in those vehicles are kind of from a old generation of technology every 6 mm-hmm. months i think the the change in bms and all of the other even the battery chemistry is evolving uh, so i think we are a little benefiting from that also that the overall chemistry of the industry or you know understanding of the industry has has grown we haven't seen any erratic behaviors like this in all our extensive tests so i think you know in in terms of uh, data i like i said you will know exactly what's going on and in terms of you know cells we we are procuring cells from you know one of the top 3 companies around the world so in terms of quality you don't have to worry about you know batteries behaving erratic and not only is it uh, frustrating and embarrassing but also gives evs a bad name so uh, yeah. if, if a car like strom is able to give you all that information first hand so you don't have to deal with such problems then you know evs will go up in esteem in so many people's eyes so that is just fantastic yeah. Uh, i i want to talk about uh, you mentioned that you got a lot of inquiries lot of interest in strom from abroad also uh, you have to set up production facilities and so on to meet all that demand uh, te- but first tell us about your local production facilities you've chosen bombay as your manufacturing base which is just fascinating to me so tell us a little about uh, about what what you're doing in, in that regard like set- with setting up of the local manufacturing facilities yeah so uh, you know i we are from we are a company based out of bombay so for us it was a natural decision and the proximity to pune actually helps us a lot uh, okay. the bombay facility is going to be you know the first phase of the company and we are going to be actually building a much bigger factory uh, in one of these automotive hubs again we are talking to the government and we are seeing which government is more forthcoming for setting up new plants uh, so i think that is coming year 2 uh, year 3 year 4 and that will also help us ramp up production uh so in okay. terms of choice of the city i think it was more natural to us in terms of setting it up in mumbai because we have more control over it and you know it's it's where we are kind of born uh so we 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 kind of gravitated towards that okay prateek uh, thanks so much for answering all these questions if you like our work do consider supporting us through patreon 
or through YouTube membership. Let's all drive electric for a cleaner, greener tomorrow. We drive electric and so can you.